3: Logical, safe, drive a Prius, put a napkin over your shirt like a bib, stay in a best Western, only eat chicken tenders, wear a holiday themed tie to work, and every time people will be like, oh, Gary, that's a Christmas tie and it's Christmas, you're crazy. Oh, Gary, oh, you're crazy, Gary. On or, or, dun, dun, you could live dangerously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
4: lightning strikes.
3: <laughs> oh, you don't have to speak the language. Go to a restaurant. Go to a restaurant you don't even know about. Yeah. And you, you just put point at something on the menu. That's all you got to do. I did that once. And you know what they got? I got an anus soup.
4: How was it? It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was
3: absolutely delicious. I would have never been like, "Sir, give me the anus soup," you know, unless it's a Friday night. <laughs>
4: so, you, you officially have eaten ass.
3: I have eaten ass,
4: <laughs>
3: hot Korean ass. I have. It was delicious. Would never have done that, but try it. Life is a big gold anus soup. Mm-hmm. You know, we got lots of stuff going on. Life's too short. Eat something. That's I don't know why do I. Sorry, I'm going off. Okay, delete
4: that. <laughs> I think it's great. I think you make I don't think you're making all the sense in the world. I interrupted you as well. No, happened. no. I usually um, let you flow. But yes, you're right. Eat that anus soup.
3: Eat the anus soup. You never know. Live dangerously, baby. You
4: don't have to Get it twice. No, if just you get don't it once. Like it, you know, I I mean, I've never done it, but I would totally eat Rocky Mountain oysters.
3: Oh, I you know what? I have eaten Rocky Mountain oysters. You have? Many times. And I thought they were oysters and I said, These are weird, and people would laugh at me. Really? I have eaten Rocky Mountain oysters about, I would say, at least five times.
4: And what's your verdict?
3: I mean, they were great. I thought they were oysters.
4: Would you order them again?
3: No. Now that I know what they are, no. I would order them around my family, around my friends. Start getting a
4: mustache.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've eaten so many sheep testicles, you wouldn't even believe.
4: Yes. Oh, yes. I was going to say Google Rocky Mountain oysters, but they are sheep testicles. Yes, they are. Sheep testicles.
3: A little bit tough, a little bit slimy, but I thought- Just like a sheep. Just like a sheep. (laughs) I thought they were oysters every time. And I was like, I look because I was like paying for myself pretty early on. And I was like, I want oysters, but these are pretty cheap. I'm just going to go Rocky Mountain oysters.
4: I'm pretty far from the old bay, (laughs) closer to the hills- Oh man!
3: <laughs> Speaking of living dangerously at college yeah. or like, because I went to a school in the South and they would have twenty-five cent oyster night.
4: I did it all the time, Tallahassee.
3: Twenty-five cent oyster night. Yeah,
4: we had oh all the time.
3: How am I not sick and dead? I, I don't mean, know. I
4: got sick, but I went back. Just yum yum. Twenty-five cents an oyster. It's like paying a toll. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> you, know you just you're gonna like, I'm gonna get sick one of these days.
3: That's okay. Yeah. Worth it. I go ten dollars. I'm a queen.
4: If they're really cheap, get them steamed. If, you know, if oh, I was getting them get, fresh. Well, I know, yes. But I'm saying when they're cheap like that, yeah. steam them. You don't know what's going on in there. You know, They you got lots of bugs. A little bucks. lemon on it. You'll be okay. I love myself some oysters. I Ooh. love eating dangerously. And you know what? Everybody, you're living dangerously emotionally because you're here on the brighter side.
3: Yes, you are. And also, hot tip on oysters, if you put a lemon on it, only do it one by one because if you go, like, say you get a dozen and you mm. go lemon juice all around- That's what I always do. It's going to cook by the 12th oyster. Whoa, because it's like ceviche. Yeah, now it's a ceviche by the 11th oyster. So wow. you got to do it one by one.
4: Oh, Especially because they also, sometimes they give you vinegar too. Yeah. Do it as you do it. As you do it, that cooks the oyster. So interesting. I like my oyster. I like a big fat fucker from the- Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they got the fattest, meanest. Kind of sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love those. And so I love, you know, I like getting one of those oysters and I put it on a cracker. A little horseradish, a little cocktail sauce, and a little and a little uh, crystals hot sauce. Mm. That is my ideal oyster.
3: Oh my! See, I like it with just um, just the, sucking them down. I just like sucking that too. Them down. Yeah,
4: but like I put in a little sandwich. I put two of them in there. Oh, you know, I like to have some fun.
3: Oh my god! Man, I they are that.
4: so cheap in the Gulf. <sighs> it really is. They,
3: people will pull them out of this dirty water, mm-hmm. shuck them in front of you, and say, "Here you go." Yeah. Here you go.
4: It's like a real, like, viable job in New Orleans as an oyster shucker.
3: You know, when I first moved to New York, there was a job called um, uh, topless oyster shucker. You know, mm-hmm. Craigslist has all those jobs. Yeah. I didn't do it because you had to be topless, but I was like, what a job. Mm-hmm. They wanted a hot woman shucking oysters, which is not a hot lady job. You got to get gloves on.
4: Yeah, you got to get those metal chain gloves. Although, you know, I, I do respect them for being creative with their <laughs> nakedness. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm looking. Are we getting an oyster shucker? Um, oh, Pedro said he'll do it. No, 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 no. Topless. He's like, well, Pedro will do a topless. He's
3: like, I
4: have good time. I
3: barely you get just, him in his shirt anyway. Yeah, yeah. He just takes a shirt off like it's a Saturday. He's Man, just hanging I to out.
4: shuck oysters at Hooters. And one thing I learned from that is don't get the oysters at Hooters.
3: No, who gets the oysters at Hooters? A lot of people
4: get the oysters at Hooters. Whoa. They're just in a box in the back and shipped in from somewhere, yeah, from God knows where. Yeah, don't eat, don't get the oysters at Hooters. I mean, you can get, get, get the buffalo shrimp. You know, good for you. You know, enjoy <laughs> those buffalo shrimp because it's
3: still cooked. Ed, have you ever ordered dangerously and have gotten sick?
4: Yes, absolutely, all the time. I can't help it. I always want the weird thing. I've yeah. never tried. Um, I don't get sick often. Um, when I went to Africa, I had, I was in the middle of Soweto Uh and I was at a buffet and like literally like there's barely like walls in this place, you know, it's like, so And I'm at a buffet and, and, uh, they, they, the tripe and I'm like, I know what tripe is. They think they're fooling me. I'm like, it's throat, you know, I got it, you know, it's it's fine. So I, I got it and it was delicious. Of course, tripe is delicious. Yeah. It was so good. And I was in the middle of fucking nowhere. There was like, they weren't homes, you know, it was all like. Literally, like, just it's where uh, Nelson Mandela grew up. Okay. You know, so it's like it was a fucked up place. Was this for the Jeff Ross roast? No, we were just touring in Africa. Okay. We, we were doing uh, the International Comedy Festival and we did a roast battle with all the African comedians, which was unbelievable. Okay. And, you know, so like living, speaking of living dangerously, I love that kind of stuff. I, I love, love it. comedy on an adventure. You know, like just last night, Je- I went with Jeff and he was uh, performing on a battleship. And it's like, it's so cool. You know, I love putting yourself in those crazy situations. So when we got the chance to go to Africa, I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Africa.
3: Some of my best shows have been, well, not in Africa. (laughs) They killed me.
4: (laughs) Some of my best shows are. in Africa. (laughs) I bet they love you, actually. Really? Yeah.
3: I just picture them being like, we don't like the ladies.
4: No. The ladies are like fucking making bank over there. Really? Yeah. The few that, that... you know the few I saw. I mean, we were unbelievable performing in like three different languages, all truly talented. Wow. Yeah. No, uh, the stand up scene in Johannesburg is uh, impressive.
3: You know, I might cut that out. I'm sorry, guys. Why no, do you want to cut talking. stuff out? Why
4: do you always want it's, to cut things out? I think what's it sounded
3: mean when I said they won't like ladies in Africa. I'm just
4: thinking like about for the I any mean, Northern Africa
3: Saudi Arabia experience, which is not Africa, but I grew yeah. up there. I would not go there and people perf- like, won't you go and perform? And like, what? They can't hear me I through mean, my fucking burqa. I
4: mean, oh yeah, of course. I mean if they're run by Boko Haram yeah you don't want to go anywhere you, you, I would love to perform get, for Boko Haram See thing. this is where- I you would see, ju- I, I would kill I, I would kill him You, with. you would get killed yeah, <laughs> I
3: though. think I could make Boko Haram's group laugh
4: Yes I bet and then you would become an unwilling mother to Yeah
3: the <laughs> You're like oh ha, ha ha she thinks she can just come here She could teach the soldiers <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Some of my best shows I feel like I was fighting for my life.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know?
3: Where the audience is just like yelling out at me from the back and I'm just like fuck you and I go on my other joke and they all laugh. Like it's fun. It's funny.
4: Yeah, exactly. Standing up for yourself can be considered living dangerously. Yeah, and eating Crazy is something I've always enjoyed. Always, whenever I hang out with someone, I mean, no judgment. I mean, I'm still friends with these people, but like when you meet a friend, you mentioned it. You you hit the nail on the head. People who only eat chicken fingers. Why? I, I, I mean, I love chicken fingers. Sure, I don't love get me it. wrong, but
3: come on. I feel like a pedophile, and I said this in a joke. <laughs> I said in a joke in the last episode. I said, you know, I was on a date with a guy who ordered chicken fingers. I felt like a pedophile. Like, you want to fucking, you want to sucky my wee wee? I got a little hard little wee wee. You sucky time on my wee. What
4: turns you on if you're on a date and a guy orders something? What do you want him to order? Steak. Steak, right? Yeah. Women love when a man orders a steak.
3: I know, and I'm such a big old stinky feminist, but I also like men. Men are great. Yeah, no, exactly. Men are great. Order the steak.
4: No, I like when a lady has a rose You know, you know, lady being a lady. Yeah, lady being a lady, man being a man. Uh, But I
3: do. I will say, my most lady experience. I was with a bunch of ladies, and we grilled a bunch of steaks and ate them with our bare hands. Fuck yes! And I think that was a very lady experience. Oh my god! On a different level, I feel like women behave differently around other women and men. Yes. So, women with other women, we will eat the steak with our bare hands. Mm-hmm. And then you get a woman around a bunch of men.
4: She now wants to get seafood. Isn't it crazy the theater we do for each other? Yes, performance. Men, men just get gross alone. And, like, not that they're not gross <laughs> They in front do of get women. gross alone. Well, when they're alone, we get filthy.
3: Oh, my God. You well, know? women, when they live alone. I'll just
4: eat a burger patty off the floor if there's no ladies around. Yeah. You know, what are you going to And do?
3: just, like, pass out <laughs> holding your balls in your hand.
4: Oh, always perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but that is the goal, yes, to pass out my balls and
3: balls.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I got these tiny hands and these huge balls.
3: It's oh, but the other day I did drop a piece of toast on a dog and I ate the toast.
4: There you go. There you go. I mean, what are you going to do?
3: I was alone. I didn't have much bread left. I'm hungry.
4: That's right. And it was just on the dog. It just fell on the dog. The dog, the dog got... saved it. You yes, it did. Me? You blow on it. You get you you a couple of hairs off. Maybe you pick <laughs> one out of your tooth. Everything's fine.
3: Everything's fine. The dog seasoned the toast.
4: Man, I, I, even as a kid, I was like, I was always like, give me the snails. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I was always an adventurous Escargo. Yeah, it's the best. Always like something weird. Um, speaking of which, Amber and I are about to go cook a bunch for each other. Oh, after this. yeah. Oh, um, happy, uh, nine We're recording this on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so I, I know that's the wrong way to say it, but, um, I don't know how else to say
3: it. I don't know. The world was truly uh, different before then. Um, somber
4: nine eleven. Hello.
3: Very somber 9-11. <laughs> I feel like I just kind of woke up and it's 9-11 again. Like we have been celebrating, I think because Corona is the... Modern nine eleven.
4: Yes, it really shook oh, us. Absolutely,
3: this is like the new nine eleven. So like we had six hundred
4: thousand Americans compared to almost four. I mean, it's a big number. It's a big number. It's a big difference. Yeah, COVID's much more horrible. Maybe 9/11. COVID's worse than nine eleven. Of course, COVID's worse than nine eleven. Wow, six hundred thousand to four thousand is not like. But how
3: many people did we kill in Afghanistan, though?
4: Oh, so many.
3: More than six hundred thousand. Oh, I'm going to go ahead
4: and say I don't know that number. I, I don't. I'm not, and I'm not prepared. Know. And I don't. You know what? I don't want to know the number. Yeah. I know it's bigger than I wish it was, and I know a lot of it was done by flying robots.
3: Yes, and that's a thing that I fucking hated that Obama did is because there's this new warfare where you can press a button, and I don't like. I don't want to give these the
4: father of the flying murder robot.
3: I hate it. I don't want to give people PTSD. Right? That's yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. But you should also understand the consequences of your actions. And if you're sitting in your little room and you're a your little like man it behind takes the closet, a human decision
4: out of it. Yeah, it's a video game, it's Grand Theft It's a video of.
3: game. I just press a button, and these people I don't know die. You yeah. should see the people. You should like see their culture.
4: Yeah. No. It's uh. It, it's it's unfair. It's not right. You no. gotta. You you gotta. You gotta live dangerously.
3: You gotta live dangerously. You gotta see. You gotta. You, gotta, yeah. you, you know. I am very. And I do think uh, I'm very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I'll be walking, and I'll say to myself, "Amber, walk a different way home." And I do, and I get home safe, yeah. and I say, "Thank you, Amber," and I say, "Thank you, God."
4: Not living dangerously. That Walking is, home is living dangerously. But
3: I walk home a different path.
4: If you didn't listen to yourself.
3: If you didn't listen. That, that is, would
4: be living. That's a, that's a negative living dangerously. But
3: if you were to look out on the outside of that, you would say, Amber, you took a different path home. That is itself dangerous. Mm. I think it's dangerous oh, okay. to not listen to your intuition. Yes. That is true living dangerously. Because as we will get into stories later, mm-hmm. I mean, we've both put ourselves into situations where... I could be in, you know, 50 pieces, 50 different states doing right now. It,
4: doing it for the story.
3: Absolutely do it for the story. <laughs> but you do these things because something in your body says it's okay. Yeah. So no. when you don't listen to yourself, that is true living dangerously. I
4: have been wrong plenty. I'm sure you have as well, yeah. you know, but you suss out the situation. You're like, you know what? I don't think this lady's going to fucking kill me. No. You know, you know I was like, like, you know, it's a big scary dude. Sometimes, you know, you trust them and, you know, knock on wood. I've never been, like, robbed face-to-face. I know a lot of it has to do with my size. Stuck on wood again, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I've, I've been robbed, like, people have robbed my house twice. Oh, okay. You know, once in college and once in uh, New York. But, you know, like, I've never been face-to-face robbed.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
4: and so, you know, like, you know, but I, I've walked in some shady-ass places. Yes, you have, Tallahassee, I- I'll tell you, that was the scariest. That, it, like walk, There was a neighborhood in Tallahassee, Frenchtown. You don't walk through that town. There's so
3: many. You just like, don't, you
4: don't do you it. You don't. You get rocks thrown at you. Like,
3: when you think of violent towns in America, you think of the cities, New York, LA, Chicago. Yeah. But in reality, it's these small towns. Pompano, Florida. You don't walk through them.
4: Well, I was just in Florida. I was staying in Pompano. Uh, I wanted to save some money. So I was down by the tracks. So I was staying at a, a scare B and B. Oh, yeah, it's a scare B and B. I like it. <laughs> Speaking of bad jokes, I wrote some. Okay. Um, uh, you know how people say danger is my middle name? Well, mine's Burger. <laughs> Edward Burger Larson. Would you like a burger, sir? Or Burger's my middle name.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's funny. I picture your burger with bacon, and that's living dangerously.
4: Mmm, gimme, gimme.
3: I saw a psychic out front of Chipotle. What is she gonna predict? I'll get diarrhea later. <laughs>
4: Living dangerously, eating that Chipotle. We I all hate, know what's gonna
3: happen. We all know, and we keep eating it.
4: Actually, I don't. Chipotle is one of the ones I boycott on purpose.
3: Yeah, I haven't eaten Chipotle in ten years. This is, I mean, right. why?
4: There's no reason for it. It's more expensive than good Mexican food. Yes, it is. Well, it's just like so. Like, why? What are we even doing here? We're just
3: getting diarrhea for fun. Yeah, we're no, getting diarrhea for seventeen dollars and extra get for guac. food
4: by a Mexican. Yes, you, I don't need some fifteen-year-old fucking kid who fucking pimples are. Bursting all over the fucking thing.
3: No, nah, picking his nose. Asking me oh, yeah. if I want extra for guac. Get it. Get it done right. Get it done right.
4: My doctor told me my cholesterol was at a dangerous level. I told her Burger's my middle name. <laughs> she billed me seven hundred fifty dollars, and I'm never allowed to go back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, it sounds like seven hundred fifty dollars your middle name now.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: New York City got a hurricane, yes. which is interesting because, you know, the water's rushing down. Like, hey, I'm flooding
4: here. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I'm flooding here. Hey, you fucking piece of shit. I got water up yes. <laughs> You want to take the subway, you go fuck.
3: <laughs> oh my God, those subway! I would not.
4: It was crazy.
3: I'm looking at this from my LA point of view and being like, no fucking way might I on those subways? Why is the train still running? Yeah. But I'm thinking back to how I lived in New York. Oh,
4: you just let the awful happen. You, and just, then you just bitch about it later.
3: Yeah, I would, there was a hurricane that hit and everything was out. I literally walked across a bridge to mm. get to work for a f- like several days until yes. things got put up again.
4: You're so, I can't believe you did that. I, I was just like, all right, see you in a week. (laughs) Just did mushrooms and looked at weird cloud formations.
3: I walked from Brooklyn, like way out in Brooklyn, almost towards Queens.
4: Yeah, no, you were To Manhattan. Well, you were at the, the Morgan stop, right? Yeah.
3: All the way from the Morgan stop to like 42nd Bryant Park.
4: That's crazy. That's gotta be two hour, three hour walk. Yeah. That's crazy. Longer.
3: Long, Yeah longer than that. And all for like, what? I think 80 bucks.
4: Oh my God. We were so poor. (laughs) We We were were so so poor. poor. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I just can't. Sometimes I think about how poor I was and I just like, I can't figure out how I lived.
3: I have no idea. I have no
4: idea how I made it this far. No I mean, clue. Like, it was so crazy.
3: You know what I noticed though? What you notice? People were very generous when I was poor. Oh yeah. Well, because they know. they know, they get it. Like we're all poor together. So like, I remember like I had an extra taquito on my plate. I would give it to Zuba, you know? Yeah. And then like, you know, Kevin would have like a couple extra French fries. He'd give it to me sometimes.
4: Oh my God. When Kevin, we, he taught me a great trick. Always bring it, go into the bar. Mm-hmm. I, you know, don't do this at home. Oh, uh, folks! Uh, he Kevin would go into the bar, Bird Luger. He would look at what they sold, at the what beers they sold, yeah. and then he would leave and go buy that a six pack of that beer at the bodega, and then come back with it in his backpack. Order one beer, and then just like pop the rest of them as the night goes on. That's how you do it. That's smart.
3: That is really, because you can't go order like a Coors Banquet if they don't have that there. And you get to hang out. He's smart. Yeah, yeah. What I used to do, people ask like, hey, what's your favorite bar in Brooklyn? And I'm like, honestly, go to these shitty little bodegas where they have tall boys and a little bitty table and two chairs and then sit there with a buddy and then drink at this table with two chairs. Yeah. In the bodega. Yeah,
4: get hammered in the bodega at that little chair. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I've done it a million times. And then, you know. And then go nurse a couple at the expensive bar.
3: That's how you do it. That's
4: how you do it. That's how you do it. You show up drunk and you nurse it. You got to be careful because you can easily just spend as much money anyway. Oh my
3: god, so many nights in New York I'd be like, I'm poor, I can't do therapy. $150. $150. What what am I doing? And then yeah. I was like, I how rent. I always paid my rent on time. Always
4: pay my rent. Always
3: paid my bills on time. I mean,
4: I changed when my rent was due, but I was always on time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's due the 16th. How did I do it? Oh man. When I was 17 years old, I fell at the back of a pickup truck in my bikini. My last words would have been, we're going to live forever, y'all.
4: <laughs> Turn up the scanner. Those have been so many people's last words. We're going to
3: live forever? Yeah,
4: it was the best summer of my life. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that's for sure. Or like, hold my beer, watch this. That's my last words. Oh
4: my God. Hold my beer. I know it's become cliche, but it always cracks me up. <laughs> it really does. I'm going to do a time. cartwheel
3: over a fire pit and then just fucking... Something. <laughs> Hold my beer, watch do I do a car with a fire pit.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know who's always living dangerously? People who live with chimpanzees. I mean, imagine living with someone that, that you know, at any moment could decide to peel your head like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and they can, because they're strong. I'm not living with anyone who, who uh, spends their days in a diaper and would chew my fingers off if we ever got nothing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you get a chimpanzee as a pet? Because it's a baby. It's always got to wear it's a diaper. when
4: it's a baby. You
3: got to watch it like what it puts in its mouth, you know, it's like a little baby, but it has the strength of a buffalo. Yeah, like, no, it's why? so
4: strong. It's smaller than you, but somehow it could just rip your arms off your body. Yeah, it could fuck you, you up.
3: Death. If a chimpanzee came into this room right now, I would be like, oh my God, how did a chimpanzee get in here? Yeah. But I would leave. I wouldn't defend myself. I'm- I would
4: have to, I would be so worried about Rambo. I want to know what to do. Oh, it would kill Rambo. Uh, but that's how we get out of here. No offense, buddy. We're film, we're recording at home, so if it sounds a little worse, <laughs> If you hear Rambo chewing on his bone, uh, we are in uh, my apartment because we're cooking after this. That's yeah, great. I but thought it'd be
3: nice. I also feel like the chip like Rambo, because he's so chill. He might befriend the chimp.
4: You never know. We could get lucky. You know that the Rambo could be our end. You know we because basically the chimp is like us between us and Rambo on the social scale.
3: That's right. Yes. So
4: he is like Rambo. It's Rambo, the chimp, then us. Unfortunately, don't listen, buddy. I love you. Sorry, baby. Yes.
3: Speaking of animals mm. and dangerously, yes. one of my most favorite, most beautiful moments, I took a Piro by myself. Piro, What's, that? What's that? A Piro is like a canoe, but smaller. So you can get the, it's specifically for the swamps mm-hmm. because the swamps are like so overgrown, so much stuff. I, and this is gonna be, don't do this kids.
4: Don't, it's gonna be a whole bunch of don't do this. It's a whole bunch of don't do this. <laughs>
3: But this image is so beautiful. I took it by myself and I didn't tell anybody when I was going. Yes. And I went out into the swamps really 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 far and I saw the sunset. And it let me tell you the the pink and the orange It's like nothing you've ever seen. It's nothing you've ever seen. And like the life that was waking up around me, I could mm-hmm. start hearing the frogs, the crickets. I saw a whipping crane fly. Like these are deep Louisiana swamps. Yeah. You're just seeing animals I don't even know what kind of animal this is. And they're all crazy right now. They're all crazy. Yeah. And I just sat there and I said, this image is so beautiful. I said, I took it in and I was meditating and I said, when you die, I want you to think of this moment because maybe you can live here again.
4: Yeah. So
3: that is what living dangerously is. You could either end up in the most beautiful moment. Yeah. Or the most horrific moment. Obviously an alligator could have crushed me in a second, Yeah,
4: but they don't, you know, they don't mess with you. Okay. I fell into a pit with alligators. They didn't mess with me. You no, know, it's all, unless you like step on it or kick their baby, you're they don't care. Be okay.
3: You'll be fine. I and mean, honestly, like if you're in that nature moment, you just have to like surrender yourself. Yeah. That's it. I am no longer like the top of the hierarchy.
4: I love that. I also saw one of my be- most beautiful, um, did you say sunset or sunrise? Sunset. See, I saw one of the most <laughs> beautiful sunrises left. I ever saw my whole life. Um, was when I was doing something incredibly dangerous. Okay. I was in Cancun. And I think I've told the story on the show before, but it's been a year at least. Uh, and I was in Cancun. And when I was flying to Cancun, the first thing I tell you is, uh, don't don't buy weed from taxi cab drivers. No. And then so, you know, so I'm like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm there. It's like my second day in. I haven't smoked. You know me. I love my weed. And so I, I'm on the elevator with some guy and he reeks like weed. I'm like, I'm like where'd you get that? He's like, cab driver. I was like, oh, really? He's like, which one? He like pointed. He showed me who it was. And I went out, it was just like this little old lady, you know, she was cute, you know, she could have been like 60, you know, something like that, driving a cab driver, and I was like, marijuana? And uh, she's she like, si, si, and then told me, sit down, sit just sit down and like sit there for a while, and then she called a couple people, and uh, I was sitting there for like an hour, but I had a beer. So
3: marijuana is super duper illegal in Mexico.
4: Yes, it is, it is.
3: Super, super, super extra illegal.
4: Don't do this while you're in Mexico. But you had a great time. I had mm-hmm. a great time. Okay. And so it's like it's hours are gone by. People are looking for me. No one knows where, you know, but I'm coming back with the weed. And I know it and so she gets me in the car. She's like, "Okay, come on." And then I get in the car and it's got to be 5:30 in the morning at this point. You know, the sun's about to come up. And she starts driving, you know, we're going for a while. Yeah. She's also got her tape player has a Matchbox 20 in Spanish, so it was fun. We were singing to it and stuff. It was great. That's cute. Yes, yeah, so I'm very likable when it comes to when I'm buying drugs. <laughs> and uh, you got to be, or because, you know.
3: Because you get shot.
4: It, honestly, the, being likable is a lifesaver.
3: Oh, my God. It helps
4: living dangerously. So many times. try to make sure you don't die.
3: Yeah, so many times I would like hang out with very aggro people, and I'd be like, Chill, chill out, man. You're like, gonna get us killed. Make us like make a joke. Be happy, smile, and be like, "Why yeah. do I gotta smile? I'm just being me." And absolutely. I'm like, "Fuck you! You're gonna get us killed, man." Yeah, absolutely. Okay, keep it going, Eddie.
4: No, oh uh, Rambo, come on. We don't need some water right now, do we? That's we're amb- all right. It's oh, okay. ambiance. All right, guys. Yes, you're you're getting you're getting the full Larsing Rosing household soundscape <laughs> today. But um, yeah, no. So we're going out. We're we're driving out into the middle of the desert, and it, we're as thirsty as Rambo. And we're we're driving out all the way to the middle of the desert, and I'm scared as fuck. We're, we've left Cancun. You know, yeah. I am gone. It's like been a 30-minute drive. And then I see just nothing but desert, and it's the most beautiful sunrise I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh, Rambo, okay. you're ruining my story. Oh. He- <laughs> so we pull up to this little shack mm-hmm. and we get we get into the shack. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? It's a shack in the middle of nothing. Yeah. Nothing anyway. I'm just
3: picturing like dust bowls. It
4: looks like I'm expecting someone to come out wielding a chainsaw wearing a leather face.
3: Wow. You know,
4: so. um,
3: Rundown house. One story house, right?
4: Not even. It's not a house. Like, it looks like a bathroom. Like, it's a small shack, like the size of this dining room. What? In the middle of the desert. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is it. And then another little old lady comes out of there and she sits in the back seat and she just like throws this bag of weed at me. And the weed was like white. It was like covered in blow. Or Cocaine. Something. Yeah, or whatever. Thank, God this, was, thank God this was 20 something years ago. And yeah. It wasn't fucking fountain all around. And so she, uh, she she I look at this and I go cocaine is this cocaine on the marijuana you know and she's like no and I was like w- w- blanca 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 what is the what is the blanca you know como de blanca why blanca why you know yeah. just doing anything I can to communicate yeah and uh, and then she was like two hundred dollars that
3: was that was, like, was cocaine on the yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so why I was, it's like, so I was like all right
4: and so I gave her two hundred bucks. Uh, they drove. She drove me back to my hotel, and I got back. Everyone thought I was dead, and I smoked everyone out at 7 in the morning, and uh, we all got blasted on chronic weed, and uh, I saved the day, actually. Yeah. And as I say, you know I was, able to, I was the only guy with weed. The whole school, our whole high school went down together. I forgot to bring that part up.
3: Oh, and you're the only one. So you're the hero.
4: I was the hero. It was great. The rest of the week was great.
3: Oh, my God. That worked out. You know, I, it worked out great. It, it worked out great. It out. wasn't
4: poisoned. I, we, we all had a great time and uh, made the trip. Wonderful for all the potheads. Yes. So I put it all on the table. I risked it. I spent a little too much money. Saved the fucking trip. And
3: you're there for like how many more days after? Six or seven. We needed that. I needed it. You needed that for the six, seven days. And it lasted the whole time, right?
4: Lasted the whole goddamn time. Absolutely. So great job. Oh, by the way, going back to Africa, when I was talking about eating the tripe, when I did get sick is when I ate at the airport. Oh, yeah. When I ate at the safe places when I got sick.
3: Airport food is hell. Yeah, I hate it. It's it all really is. wrapped in plastic. No, and soulless and wet.
4: I know it's like you know, you know, hack to talk about airplane food, but I'll
3: talk about it all day because it fucking, fucking sucks. Dog shit. Yeah,
4: they try to. They see. They like want to make us more angry or something. Yes, they I do. I don't know what it is. And
3: every time I travel, you know, the most money I spend at the airport. Yeah, the most money I spend oh, is at yeah. the airport. Beer
4: ten bucks.
3: Yep. And you got, I got to get a little bit tipsy to get on an airplane because God forbid I get on this bullet flying 30,000 feet in the air sober. It's
4: like someone's throwing like a Nerf ball across the country. It's fucking scary. And I'm on
3: it like a little ant. No. hate it. Speaking of uh, being around people that uh, I don't speak the language, mm-hmm. I was um, living in Boyle Heights, okay. which is a very Mexican place in LA. In LA. In LA. And um, this is I'm, one
4: by MacArthur Park, right? Yes, right
3: by MacArthur Park. Okay. And um, I'm alone. I just got out of a long relationship, and I'm going. I'm just kind of crazy, right? I think I've told the story before on the stream, but yeah. who cares? I so
4: mean, you know, we we you know. I tell the same stories.
3: I know. I get out of work, and then I'm I put my keys in the door, and I'm like st- like living for one month in this one place. Yeah. And um, I hear music, and I say music, and then I go into this bar where no one speaks English. Yeah. I don't really speak much Spanish, but then this woman comes up to me, an older woman, and we're chalking, we're hanging out. We, you know, I. We get along somehow without speaking yeah. the language. And then next thing you know, I'm partying with her and the mariachi band. And we're in a taxi cab.
4: Having the best time.
3: The best time. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm talking to the mariachi guys. They're playing a little bit of music in a back alley. I'm in a back alley with a mariachi band drinking Tall Boys. That's great. And then we get in a cab. And then, like, they do a couple stops in the cab. It's like a green cab. Mm-hmm. And um, he, the, one of the mariachi guys gets out and goes into a house and then comes back in. He does that two, three times. I was like, oh shit, I'm on a drug run. Yes. I'm on a drug run. And you are what's
4: getting you not pulled over.
3: I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. And I had a $1 bill in my pocket. I usually keep a dollar bill in my pocket if it, like, and I think it, it like helps me sometimes. Yeah. Like just a $1 cash because I said... Oh, I'm tired. Like when I found out it was a drug deal, I said, "I'm tired. Can you drop me off at the bar?" He's like, "Bada bada, sleepy, kind of yeah, doing this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like gave him the dollar, and I could hear him in Spanish. Like Spanish is weird with me. Like I know what they're saying, but I can't repeat it. Yeah, we worked in
4: enough restaurants exactly. to get a decent grasp on it.
3: But he was just like, "What is this lady like? Why is she paying me?" And then the woman said she thinks it's just a cab ride. Just take the dollar
1: because uh, I thought I was
3: like tipping him or something. And yeah. then I like just got back out of the bar and I was like, "Woof!" Yeah. <laughs> Fun little trip. To survive that drug run. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not be drinking in a back alley yeah. with the mariachi band and tall boys.
4: No, it's it's best to drink in, a, if you're going to drink outside, uh, drink in front of the business. You're more <laughs> likely to get arrested, but you know, you're not going to get destroyed.
0: No. I mean, I don't want
4: to drink in a back alley. Speaking of we were talking about airports earlier, I fly with weed.
3: Eddie, that's so dangerous. I don't care. But coming out really, of LA, it's fine though, it's
4: right? It's fine. I just put it in my check bag. no one gives a fuck. Oh, in the looking, check. Yeah, they're all looking for fucking yeah. knives. You and can like put a gun in your check bag. No, I don't know about it. I don't you, think can you can put get, a gun they, in your they check bag. A, I, mean, they, I mean, they still screen them.
3: They'll screen it and then you'll be like, yeah, that's my gun. Here's my paperwork. But you can travel with a gun in your check
4: bag. Interesting. Yes. But you have to have all the proper The proper
3: paperwork, which I'm fine like, with.
4: Yes, I mean, oh man, but you can't do that in New York. New York's just like no guns whatsoever. You
3: know, I saw somebody with an open carry in New York City. Really? Yes. Was he an undercover? I, I don't know, but he had an open carry like right on his hip. And I was like, as I remember being like, holy shit, we're in yeah. like, you know, midtown Manhattan and this guy has a gun on him.
4: It's like, why do you need an open carry gun?
3: They, It's like a- it's I like know a lot of
4: people love it. It's
3: a it's thing like, saying like, I am armed. It's also a way of like- um, You don't even, I bet if you have an open carry, you don't even have to like draw your gun as much because people see you have a gun. And if they see you have a gun, they're probably less likely to come up to you and slap you in the face.
4: Yeah, of course. You know, but what are you going to do? Rambo, knock it off, buddy. Come on. You don't need, we just got you that bed. Don't dig on
3: it. He broke the bed the other day.
4: I love you, buddy. But you know, come on. We got to make these things last. That is
3: a nice bed he's got though. Lay
4: down. That's my boy. You can leave this in April. I don't mind. (laughs) People need to know um let's see oh i found i followed a blood trail on acid that actually wasn't a good idea
3: a blood like a trail like a nosebleed i was
4: like oh there's a bunch of blood and it just led to like some dude sleeping at a playground and i was like let's get out of here
3: oh my god and you were on acid i was
4: on acid south beach
3: that's a lot anytime i'm on acid i feel like everything is tenfold yes it's just like way more no
4: way i'm you know everything is tenfold but I'm able to like stay composed. I'm very lucky. I think I think I'm just fortunate. Your brain. One of the things I'm able to do is like pretend like I'm not on acid when I'm on acid. I remember one time when I was younger, we were all uh, at the park doing acid skip at school. Don't do it. Mm-mm. Um, don't do that, folks. Uh, but I did it. But it was fun though. And we were we're sitting there. We're sitting on the ground, like talking about nature. It's a nature park, you know. Yeah. And then I looked to my left, and there's a coiled up rattlesnake. It's not shaking. But it is it's it's clearly a coiled up rattlesnake. Yeah, and I am not tripping. I just remember looking at my friends, like, oh, you know, I'm tired. Let's let's go find everyone else, and just got up and slowly got up and left. Because and like yeah. when we got like twenty feet away, I was like there's a fucking rattlesnake over there. I don't want to freak everyone out.
3: Because if you say there's a rattlesnake. Everyone like, jump
4: and scream <laughs> and fucking, yeah, yeah. you got to like, just like stay calm and then you get to live dangerously.
3: And I bet the rattlesnake didn't hiss because you were on drugs and I think Dude. animals know, and animals and children know psychedelics. It's they know when weird. you're
4: It's weird. My friend had this like violent ass dog that eventually had to be put down because it was so violent. Gross. And it was like, it was awful. It was just a bad dog. They they got it rescued and it couldn't fix it, you know? And this it was named, Tyrus, and it was very mean. It attacked everybody. It almost attacked my friend, and we couldn't even be like in like the next room, you know, when it was around. Really? And then one night we all like got together, did some acid, and the dog was our best friend all night, laying on us, licking our faces. Like we couldn't believe it. It was the most because he accidentally got loose, and he was just super sweet. And I was like, let's hang out. And then the next morning, I wake up sober. Dog tries to attack me.
3: Oh my god! It knows. it knows. It knows you're in like some state, some mental state. <laughs> like it
4: was the most bizarre thing.
3: God, I want to do ayahuasca so bad, mm. and I know that's um because I've, I've never
4: been to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> there
3: you go. Get him. Get him, Eddie. I've um I've always been experimental. It's never been with like men and sex. I think because men truly scare me. But I'll do all the drugs under the roof. Yeah. Um, and ayahuasca is one of the things I have never done that I would love to do simply
4: because. You gotta make Cena take you.
3: It's very spiritual and it like opens up all this stuff like in your brain and like the universe. Yeah, you see
4: angels and shit. You see
3: angels, I wanna see this, I wanna know.
4: I don't think I need to. I think I've seen everything I need to see.
3: That's right. I mean, (laughs) I think drugs are just for whomever.
4: I'll tell you one thing I did. One fourth of July we were having this big party and we were lighting off a bunch of fireworks that we bought from South Carolina's and Tallahassee and a cop came and it was our party. There was like 50 of us. We're lighting off fireworks. Everyone's smoking blunts. You know, we're going crazy. And the I cop love it. shows up by himself. And he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to confiscate this fireworks. And I just remember being like,
3: fuck you. Oh, my just God. you fuck
1: you to a cop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, he and could I just,
4: kill you. I but we were, he was by himself. And we were a party of 50. You know, yeah. like, he was scared. And then I just remember I went off. I mean, this is clearly my privilege. But I like, like, like I was just going off. I was like, I was like, why do you think, I was like, no one likes you. I was like, you're doing this because you got no friends and no one likes you. You wish you could be at this party, but you're not invited. And he's like stealing shit. And then he's taking all our fireworks. And meanwhile, when he's doing this, my other friend, while I'm distracting him, my other friend is stealing the fireworks out of the cop car and throwing them in the bushes. Wow. And so he doesn't even know, you know? And so we're like taking them back from him while he's not paying attention. And then I was just like, I was just like, I was like, why do you think you're working alone on 4th of July? Oh my
3: God. I was like, because
4: you're the fucking guy who's got no party to go to. You're a mean girl. <laughs> I was just like, you're I a went, mean I girl, did, Eddie. I started doing all that shit. And then, and then, uh, and then eventually like, then he turned around. Finally, he was like, I'm going to arrest you. And I was like, my friend was like, "Go inside." I was like, "Okay, yes, you're right." Okay, I gotta. Figure. Also, I have like an ounce of weed in my pocket.
3: Oh my god, you could have died, Eddie! Yeah, no,
4: I could have gotten bad. And then, uh, so I and so I go inside, and then I remember he like turns around to look at his car, and he's like puzzled, like, "Is this all the fireworks I got?" And then he just left, and then we went and shot them off in a different neighborhood. But uh, what yeah, a great
3: story! I'm surprised. Dangerously had a great time. How did he not shoot you?
4: Because he was scared. and He was alone.
3: He was alone. He was alone, and there's 50 no of you. Because yeah. if he shot you, I mean, I
4: mean, I mean, Lord knows had 49
3: what people on him. We're
4: all hammered, you know. And you're big have, old
3: Florida boys. Yeah,
4: whole, we're all big Florida boys. That's my that was my big Florida boy crew.
3: Oh wow, yeah, yeah you think, don't mess with big Florida boys. Yeah,
4: I think that was like one of the first times I actually hung out with Henry and Holden. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. That's great. But yeah, living dangerously, got lucky. Don't. Do yell it. at a cop? No, Don't no, do ever yell at a cop.
3: No, always.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you very much for arresting Here's me. Here's my sir. paperwork. Absolutely, yes. I will go to jail. <laughs> I
3: haven't. Do you want me to beat myself in front of you? Just
0: start punching yourself. They love that. Justin, and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only thirty dollars. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from
2: McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Speaking of, like,
3: fireworks, I was hanging out with a friend. I don't think you've met him. His name is Dustin. But Mm -hmm. he was like, hey, do you want to go hang out? I was like, sure. And I just got in his car And he drove me to Chinatown and showed me where to get illegal fireworks. Fuck yeah, we gotta make that trip.
4: (laughs) Oh my God, living dangerously a lot of fun.
3: Don't do it.
4: We used to do um, Roman candle fights.
3: Oh yeah, that's fun. We used to get like
4: three Roman candles and we just fucking blast them out. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yes, you can get hurt, but none of us ever got hurt. We did it four years in a row. It was so much fun. I remember one year my buddy had just gotten back from Iraq. And uh, he was just like he destroyed all of us. Oh yeah! I was yeah. just sitting there, minding my own business. All of a sudden, like I'm just getting shot out of a tree, you know? Oh
3: like, yeah! <laughs> like, He's climbing the me tree, up in his chest. like a <laughs> sniper.
4: Yeah, it was it was it was fun for him. And everyone who uh, who saw it, you know, they always said it looked like the coolest thing ever because it's just like a bunch of people running around shooting fucking. I love it. And this is a big cloudy field. It's like. Phew! I always play like crazy American music. Like, <inaudible> I love that bam, shit. Bam,
3: bam, bam. Just shoot like hiding in the bushes. It's the best. I love it. I think my brother and I were like shooting off some fireworks. He just got back from Iraq. And mm-hmm. I was like, are you okay with having fireworks? I was like very tender with him. I was yeah. like, you're wh- was serving? Like, you're-
4: yeah, he's like
3: He was like, yeah, this is my favorite thing. I just got back from fighting in a war. I want to have fun, but yeah. I was like, oh, you just got back from fighting in a war, like fireworks might trigger you.
4: No, 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 those are nothing compared to what he saw. <laughs> yeah. Those are just like, yeah, that's, you know, he sees that shit at the USO show.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. He did say that one time he put on some uh, nighttime vision goggles and he saw something in the sky at night, just go, phew, 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 like the way it went sideways and up and down.
2: It
4: just made no sense.
3: It made no sense, and he said, because he's like it's a rational. An early drone. Yeah, he's a rational guy, and he said it might have been some like military testing. But he yeah. said how far up it was, and the side to side, how quick it was going. I hate that, and the up and down, how quick it was going. He said that's there's nothing I've ever seen.
4: Oh, that's so crazy! Aliens, don't do it.
3: Now, do, oh, speaking of aliens, I was in Sedona recently. Well, how was it? It was beautiful. My brother got married in the mountains. I walked to the mountains on sunset. That's it, so cool! It was
4: really, really beautiful. How was so Sedona? There's lots of alien stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, there's
3: lots of aliens. Lots of spiritual stuff. Um, so
4: Joshua Tree is lots of alien stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very like it's totally cool to like go to a psychic and get a healing stone
4: in yeah. Sedona. Like and that's they, normal. They see all the crazy shit. If I was an alien, I'm not trying to land in no city. No, that's how you get murdered. You know, you land in the middle of the desert, scoot around a little bit, grab some rocks, head back to wherever the fuck you're from.
3: That'd be fine. What do you think would happen if an alien ship went to Detroit?
4: I mean, it would not do well. It would not. <laughs> I think
3: Detroit would kill the alien ship. Oh,
4: yeah, you gotta see Attack the Block. Oh, really? It's a movie all about that. John Boyega. Uh-huh. And it's like aliens show up to the like, real shitty part of London. And then, like all the fucking dudes in the projects, just start killing the aliens. Yeah, I think and beating them up and shit. And
3: I trusted my money's <laughs> on the dudes in the projects.
4: Oh yeah, they know the way around. Yeah,
3: that. they're gonna kill the fucking alien.
4: Unless you, unless the alien could just like eliminate it all at once. That's the only chance it has not winning.
3: The only chance. But uh, speaking of living dangerously, so I had to get because the train station I'm taking the Amtrak and that's in Flagstaff. In
4: Flag, I always take Amtrak.
3: Hey, ham,
4: ham, 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 ham,
3: ham, 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 but from Sedona to Flagstaff is about a 45-minute drive up and down a mountain, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's kind of like treacherous. I think, in my opinion, it's treacherous. People that are used to it are fine. Whatever. It's up a fucking mountain. Yeah. So um, there's no like Uber or Lyft. They say it exists, but it really kind of doesn't. Yeah. And there's also, there was a Google that said an Amtrak throughway bus runs up and down the mountain. And it doesn't, because it has it It has it on my Google Maps. It had the website for it. And then I'm like, sure, I'll get to Flagstaff, whatever. I walk to the bus station. There's no bus there. Oh. No one's ever heard of it. I'm like showing them the, my phone. I'm like, it's here, it's here. Have you heard of this? And they're like, we don't know what that, like no one heard of it. Yeah. And I'm walking around for four hours, four hours, right? Mind you, trying to figure out how to get 45 minutes up so the road.
4: So fucking defeating. It is
3: so defeating. I could rent a car, but I'm just like, it's 45 so minutes, expensive. guys. You know? You know, yeah. So, what I do is I go to this place called the Cowboy Bar and I order a beer. And I'm talking to this guy next to me. And I'm just like, hey, man, I have to get to Flagstaff. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And he's like, oh, call Sedona Tom. And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, the bartender has a number." And the bartender gave me a number of this guy. Mm-hmm. And, but here's where it's tricky because he said he's going to look like Cheech and Chong with like long hair. He didn't have long hair. He was like a skinny white gay guy.
4: Oh, weird.
3: Um, but still, he said, "Yeah, still my name is Tom. I'm like running under this service." But I got into a stranger's car, paid him cash, and yeah. he took me up the mountain. Whole time he was talking about uh, the Great Mother. And um, how life is all just a dream and none of this matters. And I'm like, are you about to crash off the fucking mountain? I mean, when
4: you're going up the mountain with a random dude named Sedona Jim, but his name's Tom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, you, you say, oh, the, the great mother. Interesting. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I go me along more. with tell it. Me more, please. I go along. We pulled off to the side of the that's road. Wild. And then we got, <laughs> that's why the Great. You are right. You are right. We pull off the side of the road, like, because I was like, I want some like fresh mountain water. Because I remember I, I told myself when I went to Flagstaff, I was like I want to get this fresh mountain water. Because last time I went, my brother was telling me about it. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't find a, a place to get it. Yeah, we parked and then got it immediately. And then I brought my fresh mountain water on the Amtrak. I had it with me. It's it really tastes beautiful. But also, lesson learned, everybody: when you're in a situation where you are kind of the odd man out and don't have the power. Do not express your disdain. No. Yeah. Yes. Or don't push your
4: wild opinions. No. You, just you save that for day two.
3: You save. Yeah. I agree. I yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah. doing great.
4: There's nothing. And plus it's just more, makes the trip more pleasant.
3: It makes the trip way more pleasant.
4: Yeah. What? what, what. What are you gonna do to change Sedona Jim's life?
3: No, Sedona Jim was a great guy. Like he brought me up. He did give me a book on Hare Krishna.
4: Oh, okay.
3: He okay. did. And the reason why I did uh, throw it away is because I went to a Hare Krishna um
4: You love the Hare Krishna Museum.
3: The Hare Krishna Museum. Yeah. Um and it's like, if if you've ever been, it's in LA and it's these built in the 1970s. And it's is it these- just
4: like all tambourines and shit? It's
3: a lot of tambourines. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of like. <laughs> Like c- figures built out of clay that like pull up and like move and like talk to you, but the reason I'm kind of and like let me know if I'm being crazy. If there's any Hare Krishnas listening and I'm wrong, let me know if I'm wrong here. But at the end panel, they said this is what heaven's like, and there were geese and birds and animals in heaven. But the thing is, is if to be a human, you are kind of like being the best you were. Um, then why is a goose in heaven? Because a goose is considered less than you. Maybe it was a good goose. Maybe it was, but but if a good if a goose was good, it transcends into a better animal. I also don't consider there's a hierarchy with animals. I yeah. don't think that I am better than a goose in any way. No. And also, I mean, I to me you are. Thank you. He's <laughs> like a gun to a goose or a gun to me. Who do you kill? I mean,
4: obviously the goose. And we cook it, we eat it. We have Thank, you, Thank you, Thank you, so Ed. If I put a gun on you, I'm probably going to try and put them in prison.
3: <laughs> but also at the end, it was a, a bunch of women serving Hare Krishna. And it was yeah. like, welcome to heaven. This is what it's like in heaven. And I was like, why is a woman do I want to serve you? So then what's my blessing? I can serve you some more? Yeah. That's why there's a lot of dudes in Hare Krishna. I think a
4: lot of times when people describe heaven, there's like, you know, there's always like, you know, breakfast in bed, you know, and we're kind of situations. And it's like, you, you're right. Like, who's the servant?
3: Who's the servant? And it's usually women. It's women and children
4: that yeah. people. Are they sentient beings? Are these like fake people that aren't people? And they're just like things made up by uh, Hari Krishna or God. To, yeah. Like, it
3: doesn't make any sense. Is it a fake goose? Is it a fake woman? I don't get it. Do they not have dreams? And do you tell the sentient person, oh, you're just here to serve?
4: Oh, well, you know, you, I mean, it's so, also like, who wants to not have a job for eternity? Not have a job? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like I would, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm doing eternity, I'm going to, you know, want some kind I of I want something to do. You know, so maybe everyone's just working.
3: Maybe everyone's just working for everybody else. Maybe There's heaven's just, the, just this. Yeah,
4: everyone's just like, you know, contributing together. I guess so. A peaceful I, community.
3: Peaceful community. I always say most people's versions of heaven is my version of hell. Oh yeah. Because they're just like, I can't wait to do what I want in heaven. And I'm like, what's stopping you from doing what you want now? The law?
4: You know what I like? I like my boxer briefs. You know, I'm not trying to wear a sheet all goddamn day. Mm-mm. How come people in heaven are dressed like they're in the clan?
3: <laughs> How come people in heaven are dressed like they're in the clan? Exactly.
4: Oh I mean, you you so you took a ride with Sedona gym. I remember one time. I was driving and I picked up a hitchhiker. There was this it was raining and there was this uh, young lady hitchhiking. And I just remember I got so mad at her. I made her sit in the back. I was like, get in the back. I wouldn't even let her sit in front. I was like, Why are you hitchhiking? And I was like, Where are you going? She was going like less than a mile. I was still like, I was like, do not do this. She could walk. I was like, You can walk this. I was like, You I'll take you and I'm gonna be nice to you and I won't do anything to you, but you are making the wrong choice. Yeah, she can get killed. Yeah, and I was just like, Don't. Please don't do this again. Please just walk.
3: But she's lucky she got you.
4: I guess so. I yelled at her for fucking ten minutes. She's lucky she got
3: you. <laughs> I was in Philly and I had I was running late to catch my bus and I was like trying to get an Uber and I couldn't get it. So I just hitchhiked.
4: Really? In yeah, Philly? Yeah, in Philly. I hitchhiked in oh Philly. Oh my God, that hitchhiking robot was killed in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I think it survived all through Canada. It went through all of Canada and then came down from Toronto and made it to Philly and got beat to death. Yeah, I hitchhiked. Look up the story if you haven't heard us <laughs> talk about it before. It's really kind of funny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking, and again. Like we I'm, can't
4: have anything nice.
3: We can't have anything we nice. We can't
4: have anything nice. But you know
3: what? I'm trusting the boys on the street more than the aliens. I think they can protect us all. I think the people if yeah. there's an alien invasion, I am hired. I'm getting the boys in Philly oh, and yeah. Detroit to come protect us oh, from the absolutely.
4: aliens. I mean, the mafia, as bad as they are, they really saved a lot of people's asses. Yes, they did. It's the weirdest thing. They're like criminals who will kill you, but like, don't touch my daughter. You know?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. like- <laughs> well, didn't Al Capone, Al Capone, Com- Al, Al Capone, Capone? Capone, yeah. Now I say Capone. Now I think that's normal. That's fine. But um, Al Capone had um, milk. He put the expiration date on milk. Oh yeah. Because there were so many kids dying. And he's like, You so put the expiration date on the fucking milk or Do we fucking?
4: know when the fucking milk it lasts three weeks, right? When you fucking make the milk, you put the date on the milk. What's the big problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like, oh, I guess we gotta put the milk That's what he did. Oh, you won't put the milk on the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Just
3: slaps him in the face. But yeah, I went hitchhiking in Philly and um, you know, it worked out.
4: Oh, uh, you know, all right, here's a good question. Now that we're a little older. Mm-hmm. what are some ways that you would things you would do in the past that you would not do now like ways you lived dangerously before but now that you know more about the world
3: uh drugs doing because i'll still yeah. do drugs but i don't do them out in the open
4: yeah all my drugs things are past tense you yeah know? i've I, got
3: it because i used to do I used to do LSD and like walk across the Brooklyn Bridge.
4: Yeah. You know what I mean? I never walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. I know it's a beautiful thing. You got to do it. Maybe next time in New York.
3: Next time, you know. But like now, if I were to take acid, A, I've got to be in a great mood. I've got to be eating good that day. I got to have the money in the bank account. Like I've got to be set. And then I've got to be Mm -hmm. in a house with friends that I know. Door is locked. Food is there beverages are there something is good on tv or there's good music like yeah. i need a locked door i need everything all the provisions there and a good day
4: yeah no there's lots of things like i'm definitely like I mean, late at night, like I used to feel comfortable sleeping on the subway, not yep. like in a homeless way, just like I'm too drunk. I'll, I'll just ride this to the end and come back. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like type of situation. And like, that's so stupid.
3: So stupid. So
4: little reward. Too, I
3: slept on an Amtrak the other day and I was like, I can't believe I am just closing my eyes. Well, that's different. You have a paid stranger. ticket.
4: You're you have right. a seat. You know, I yeah. sleep on airplanes. Yeah. 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 I sleep on a bus. Don't sleep on a subway.
3: Don't sleep on the subway. Yeah. Because anybody, they can sneak in.
4: Oh yeah, I, my buddies fell asleep on the subway. You know the bottom of his uh, pocket cut, and they took his wallet out that mm.
3: way. Today, when you were calling me talking about like how should we prep the seafood, um, there was a guy who was you know when you can your spidey senses go off,
4: and any man that barks,
3: any man that barks, <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain thing I guess walking around because you have to protect yourself. Yeah, but you also don't want to be like screaming at everybody. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean. But there are certain cases where I'm just like, oh, that guy, I do not trust you, and I do not like the fact that you are looking at me. So the whole time on the phone with you and I, I was, um, you know, you have to do fight or flight. I flow. I flew.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't.
3: Yeah, I just got. Yeah, I was walking to the train, and I was like, I'm just gonna like really like walk behind you. Not. I had somebody grab me the other day in the train. What? I didn't tell you this, but he just comes up like behind me and I could feel my zone. How did he grab you? My ass. I what? took his hand and I threw it off me and I like stepped into him, like I'm gonna fight him.
4: <laughs> that was scary. And
3: he like... <laughs> 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 Thank you. But that was a fight mode, you know? Yeah. But with this, it, I think it depends, it comes down to the God, moment. It's
4: that's awful, I'm sorry you dealt with that. You know, it's so crazy.
3: It's like getting into a wreck on the highway. Like if these yeah. things happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, It doesn't happen, it, it's bad, but um, yeah. you know. You know, what you? but you just, you had to step into it. Like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And he like left, he left me alone. Yeah,
4: of course. He's not looking for a fight. He's looking for, he supposed to touch my ass. Yeah, <laughs>
3: but he did. He it was like very, it was like quick. It was like even half a second, a cup. Mm. And I just grabbed his hand, threw it off, stepped into like, I'm going to hit him. But that guy today on the subway, I was like, oh, I don't think I want to fight you, man. No,
4: no, no, he was looking for a fight. He was He's looking ca- for a fight. The other guy's just looking for a handful of ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Brighter Side. Uh, I love doing the show. It makes me so happy. I'm yeah. glad we, uh, we're able to do it together uh, again. Uh, as we, you know, Diaries episodes are always fun, but I love hanging out with you.
1: I like hanging
3: out with you too, Eddie. I'm very excited to eat some seafood.
4: Yeah, we got living our lives good. All right, guys. Check out Amber's other podcast Some Plays Underneath, N-E-I-T-H, uh, exclusively on the Spotify and uh, all part of the Last Podcast Network. Uh, it's a great show. You do it with Natalie Jean and uh, give it a listen. You guys will not be disappointed it has last podcast on the left vibes um brighter side live on twitch second tuesday of every month um this show comes out on friday the show will be on tuesday 8 p.m pacific 11 p.m eastern Uh, that is on september 14th and this one i'm out of town uh so amber's actually going to do it solo Tuesday. Tuesday. So go check it out. It's on the LPN Twitch channel, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Bring your gripes, and Amber will tell you why. You're going to be fine. Um, You just, uh, on Sunday, uh, we just had the Great Mugshot Roast. So rewatch that. Um, It was a lot of fun. It's a couple hours long, and uh, you still can donate to The Last Prisoner Project whenever you feel like it. it. It's a great organization. It helps Uh, people who are in jail on cannabis charges. Uh, It helps them get out. It helps them fight. It helps them uh, with their cases. They help with their commissaries. They help them give them money so they can make phone calls to call their family. It's a great cause. Uh, and so go check out the last and rewatch the great mugshot roast. Amber was on it. Henry, uh, Jackie, Ben, Marcus Holden, uh, Travis Irvine, Cena, uh, Jeff Ross. It was, uh, everyone's there. The Felice brothers sent in a song, John Bronf from start making sense. And then a whole slew of friends uh, sent in videos it's um it's a blast i know you're gonna love it and you'll learn a little bit too uh twitter at EddieTunes underscore at amber smelson at last podcast network at brighter side lpn instagram amber smelson EddieTunes last podcast network the brighter side lpm on instagram amber you got a patreon right How's that going?
3: It's going great, actually. Amber Smelson. I'm having a bunch of new people join in. Um, I do private cooking videos on there. And it's also just a way to support me as an artist.
4: Yeah, for as little as five bucks a month. Yep, that's it. Let's do it. Um, Amber on the rocks every Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific on the Amber Smelson Twitch channel. We're all in the Twitch game now. Check me out on Spotify. I'm Ed Larson. You know that shit. Um, Look for me. And I got a bunch of playlists on there. I got over 50 playlists. They're a lot of fun. Um, And also check out the Eddie Tunes two-hour radio hour. It's my super secret show that I tell no one about. If you want to get hip to it, send me a DM. Tell me what your email address is. And I will share it with you on Google Drive. It's my Google Drive show. It's a lot of fun. And I usually play a song from it. But today I figure if we're talking about living dangerously, I wanted to play a track called Danger Money. It's danger dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign if you're looking for it on the internet by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, my favorite Australian punk band. Oh, you'd love them. Actually, they're way more than punk. I am disrespecting them by calling them punk because they are every genre. You gotta get into them. They put out like four albums. A year they work so hard. Wow! Uh, So go check out King Gezzard and the Lizard Wizard. This is one of their early songs. Danger Money, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Peace! This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw